What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman. And we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast. And we are so excited to be back recording a podcast together Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for the 2024 Major League Baseball season. I am so excited for this year, Jake. Yeah, we are here with Yahoo Sports. Our time off of podcasting has weighed on me heavy. I've been delivering baseball takes to inanimate objects. So I'm rearing to get back to talking ball with my buddy. So join us on Baseball Barbercast. We're going to have a good time. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Time now for the Yahoo Sports College Podcast with Dan Wetzel. What I'd give for one more afternoon with my relatives. And instead, you'll say, no, I had no. it. I had that opportunity, but I decided to go to the Boca Raton Bowl. Pete Thamel. The funniest part was probably Lane Kiffin texting me during the game, taking credit for all the talent on the field. Uh, of course. <laughs> I left a gold mine there, gold mine. <laughs> and SI's Pat Forty. If you're going to be drug tested for performance enhancers for any reason, you might want to avoid that. Here's Pat, Pete, and Dan. Welcome to the podcast. And this is getting released on Monday, December 23rd, which is Festivus. The Festivus for the rest of us. Also right in the middle of bowl season, we are going to have an airing of the grievances. But first, we need to go over the bowl record so far. I think it's this is uh, vitally oh. important. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Somehow yeah. that's now the top topic. Yeah. Uh, wonder, I wonder yeah, why. Yeah. Let's find yeah. out. It's going to run on the ESPN ticker. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Let's reaffirm Dan Wetzel's genius. Yeah, thank you. Go, thank you. Dan. <laughs> you, the floor is yours, Pete, if you want to discuss it. Um <laughs> We are picking all the bowl games. We picked a bunch last week's show. We were going to do a second show last week, but we had technological problems or user error. Who knows? I screwed it up. But anyway, we're now going to pick the rest of the bowl games today, and we're going to do a a little more extensive discussion of the semifinals. But uh, let's take a look at the records here. Jeez, let's see. Who is in first? Oh, I am. All right. I just, what a coincidence. Six and three for me, baby. Six and three, and then it gets ugly. Not that ugly. Four and five. Pat is in second place, four and five. Now, remember, the the bet here, really, the winner doesn't get anything. It's just don't be the biggest loser. The loser has to pay for one hour of drinking uh, while we're all in New Orleans for the national title game. I would also uh, like to just say my New Year's resolution is I will only drink Johnny Walker Blue. (laughs) Um, I don't know if that's going to impact anyone's wallet here. Pat is four and five. Pete is three and six. Sully. What? Sully. Not great. One and eight. One and eight. That's that's worse than the balls. That that is way worse. That's how the the ball shot actually against (laughs) Memphis. Uh, I think that was that was Jordan Bowden's three point line. But (laughs) not good. So how sometimes many of those games did you actually gamble on a few? And I, I, thank God I, I was hitting the over unders. So okay. uh, the, the wallet's looking much, much better than the uh, than the actual picks. <laughs> well, you need to make some money to pay for this bar tab. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that uh, sometimes it's go, better boys. to be the silent partner. You 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 could have stayed out of this rodeo. I could have. Yeah. But no, let's, get let's, in. let's get let's have some fun. We, we got a long way to go. It's, it's um, we're going to have a see, great Pat time. Pat tanked the season just to draw you in to get the bar tab. Yeah, that was smart. That was really I genius did. by Pat. Now he's cranking yep. it up. He, he produced consistently awful picks for 16 weeks just to get us a free night of drinking in New Orleans. So, mm-hmm. Pat, Mas- thank you. Master we plan. salute you. Master you are plan. a Christmas miracle, Pat Forty. I'm here for you. That- <laughs> There's one thing I wanted to get to before we start making these picks. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever tried any of this, but it is the holiday season. Festivus, there's a lot of alcohol consumed, Christmas, New Year's, all of this. 
I believe our listeners uh, probably drink a lot. Uh, that's my my assumption. You pretty much have empty lives, or you wouldn't be listening. <laughs> and obviously, this crew, yeah, I don't want to. You know, it should be an AA meeting. <laughs> the Washington Post did a little story here. Laura Riley, or really. R-E-I-L-E-Y. Really? I think that might be. Anyway, Laura did some good work here as a journalist. They tested the the hangover cure market, these hangover cure products. Uh, Has anyone ever tried like a pill or a drink or something that's supposed to cure a hangover? Yes. Sully, you have. Did it work? Uh, the patch worked. Patch. The patch worked. You put it on the night before and it pumps a bunch of vitamins into your system. And I'm actually a believer in that. Where do you put it? Where do you put it? Anywhere, anywhere, like on your arm, on your leg, wherever. Um, Mm -hmm. just as it it does get sticky. So I I would, I would somewhere where there's not hair. And then then I I tried the blowfish, uh, one that's the first one on that list. And it's the salt seltzer. And that was actually the last time I puked. Um, mm. was because of the uh, the blowfish got a little too bubbly, and yeah, I couldn't couldn't hold that one down. So that one's not on my list. Did you feel uh-huh. better though after you did? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It usually works that way. So so maybe 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 it actually did work, but uh, in, in the wrong ways. All right, nobody else has tried this. Nope, nope. All right. nope. nope. I have two thoughts on hangover cures, though. If you're if you're interested, one oh, is yeah. that there is now a place in South Boston. Or you can go and get fluid injected in you. Really? You pay like $140, and they will essentially streamline, hydrate you for that. (laughs) They have a bus Uh, in Austin, Texas that does the same thing, and it's it's awesome. Yeah. So that just opened up down the street from me. Uh, Not not that far from where Whitey Bulger used to run his old haunt. They now have have hangover cures, uh, medically induced hangover cures. Okay. The other thought is the single best hangover cure I've ever encountered is Bikram yoga. If you go to Bikram yoga hungover and you sweat like that for 90 minutes, you feel like aces the next day. Yeah, but isn't there a chance then you're just going to be like be crippled up from dehydration? There there is a chance. So you do have to drink a little bit of water before you go. But yeah, that is literally sweating it out is this I have found the the, the single best way I have not indulged in the uh, I don't get hung over like that anymore just because I, I just can't I can't put in the effort that it, that it <laughs> takes to do that so uh, but I found that a pretty odd like cultural trend that like that's where we've gone in the sophistication of the hangover market I guess you can do that if you're not feeling well too you can get some some fluids shot in you but that was uh, yeah I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty interesting I think, like, yeah, the the the, the big intravenous vitamin thing is what got uh, Ryan Lochte suspended for a year from USA Swimming. You know? Oh, that's right. That's right. So, so if you're if if you're going to be drug tested for performance enhancers for any reason, you might want to avoid that. But if you're like the rest of us schlubs, I feel like Lochte would know uh, about hangover cures. So, he, whatever he's doing, it's it's, it's going to win. Yeah, Did I pretty, think he was trying to get bit. in the next Olympics? Oh yeah, he's around still. He's at, okay. he's back. He's back. He's, sw- he's swimming okay, right? Yeah, he'll be he'll be in the in the mix. I don't know if he'll make it, but he'll be in the mix. Man, he gave me plenty to write about that uh, that uh, last <laughs> Olympics. Yes, he did. Good yes, time. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, I uh, so I don't know if these things work or not. I did have a, a guy one time say to me in a bar. He says, um, "Alcohol doesn't give you a hangover. Waking up does." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was very meta i don't know or very next level just <laughs> yeah. keep sleeping so anyway uh the post did a thing here I, my only problem she th- this woman laura apparently six straight nights drank wow um now this is kind of where newspapers are kind of lame like she drank three big glasses of red wine that was her test and that's it. <laughs> this is this is typical that's happy news- hour. Like that's yeah. <laughs> this is typical newspaper. That's like dinner. You yeah. have a person drink, but you know it's to to a level yeah. of moderation. Like I want, you know, I had two two vodka sodas, eleven beers, three yeah. Jaeger shots, and somewhere in there, yeah. I think I had a Jack and Coke. I can't remember. Like, how did it work then? That's what I want to know. Not <laughs> right. I had no, a little wine. Yeah. Exactly. Not the other. That's a very politically correct uh, test. That's like that's like the so I can go to Pilates hangover cure, not the like (laughs) 
so it's, I don't throw yeah. up on the sidewalk hangover <laughs> right. cure. Like typical that, there's, newspaper. There's two different two, things. Two very T- different. Typical things. newspaper. They should have just gone down to a fraternity house, got a sample group, and said, "Let's go. Yeah, We're gonna, right. you know, we'll buy, we'll buy the boys uh, the Sigma house a uh, keg, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone try the each one try a different thing and tell me how it feels in the morning." But she did it. Yeah, so this thing, the morning recovery, she said, worked. Hmm. She said, okay. I feel great the next morning. Of course, there's only three glasses of wine. Below yeah. fish, she tried that. Uh, did not feel wee bit delicate before. Drink it. I don't know. I was just curious. Rebound. That's a patch. That's the patch, I guess. Yeah, patch works. Did not. She said it didn't work for her. Yeah, well, so. I mean, shoot. She's only drinking three, three glasses of wine. I mean, are any of these really working for her, you know? Well, I, I wouldn't be hungover of any of them. She's probably just know. has a cold. <laughs> what what a nod to society this whole notion is that there's like a multi-billion yeah. dollar hangover cure industry. Like <laughs> <laughs> humans. <laughs> we're not gonna yeah, we're not gonna stop drinking. So yeah. find us moderate ways to feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these we... worked. I'm thinking I might buy some for us to uh go to New Orleans. We'll see. Well, that you know what? That that would be probably wise. A little uh it's possible. We'll have yeah. more than three glasses of red wine. It's possible. We might. Anyone should be sponsoring our podcast. It should be one of these hangovers. <laughs> Hopefully not the one that's made Sully boot. But like, yeah. Morning. Like, if there was ever a perfect marriage. Of, but we'll, like, take we'll take Blowfish's money. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll take oh, it. Yeah. Sure. Come on. With Morning it. recovery. Where are you? Come on. Yeah, that yes. and the bad boy mowers. I thought we'd hear from them by now, but no. I, man. I sent like you the Twitter sponsor us, Dan. I don't know who yeah. will. I but yeah. I sent Dan the Twitter account for Bad Boy Mowers, thinking I might be able to, you know, arrange a marriage here, get a little, uh, you know, a little romance going between the two of you all. Uh, a lawnmower tender. I love, I love Bad Boy Mower. <laughs> I can't, I don't own one, but I I do yeah. like it. Yeah. All right, Pete. Speaking of hangovers, have you have you have you come down from the excitement of the Boca Raton Bowl? Oh, <laughs> that my <thing>? God. <laughs> it was a terrible football game, like a just ghastly football game. Really, really bad. So I have to admit that I tracked down former Florida State coach Willie Taggart, the new FAU coach in the uh, in the first quarter. And then I got back to my seat in the press box at lovely uh, FAU Stadium right before the second half. And I said, you know what? I'm out of here. And I just picked up my laptop and I went in the back by like the food spread, and just popped up my laptop and watched the game on TV. I was like, I don't I was like, I can't even watch this game. It was that bad. And Florida Atlantic just crushed SMU. I, of course, had like spent the whole pregame like talking to uh, SMU's like uh, high school relations guy to get like a little column ready on how they game the portal 11 wins best seasons is the death penalty. Shane Buchel's coming back. They're going to be in the top 25 next year. And it was that performance was like a whoopee cushion being deflated by SMU. It was just like one long mess. Uh, it was really <laughs> how, like how many people attended this game. The weather down here in Florida has been miserable this week. It was a pretty dismal day. I did not actually see what the uh, allocated attendance was. My guess would be that there were 6,000 people there. Oh, bowl fever. The announced announced attendance was (laughs) 23,187. Yes, I would would bet every cent in my 401k on the under, the deep, deep, (laughs) deep under of that. Now, maybe it was a late arriving crab. I don't know, but there were just, it was dozens of people when I took my little pregame picture for uh, empty stadium series and uh, for for Twitter. And yeah, there were not a lot of humans there. And you know what? The humans were smart to stay away. It was not a good, it was not a good game. I assume they had to buy, the schools had to buy tickets. So that's probably where you got your 23,000. Although they don't have to buy as many for those smaller games, but wouldn't that be a kick in the pants for FAU if they had to host a game buy and I don't know if the Boca Raton Bowl makes you do this, buy tickets and then they couldn't even get people to go. <laughs> so you don't even get to go on a bowl trip, right? Because right. the game was played in their home stadium. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a, there was a singer, uh, a performing artist who, again, it, it could have been someone famous, but it probably wasn't. I'd never heard of her who sang like 20 minutes before kick. They have like a like a deck. On the, on the stadium there and I I was walking from the field to go back to the press box and I looked up and I was like that's just kind of sad like there was like there was like there was like 300 people in the stand here's this woman like singing some pop song that right, nobody's right. ever heard of and I was just like okay 
I mean, yes, I understand it. I agree with you. But then did you ever at any point in time question your decision to be there among them? Oh, no, that was it was well. It was well questioned. There's 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 no there's there's no doubt about it. That the second casting could certainly happen. Uh, I did write a column on uh, on Willie Taggart that will appear on all Yahoo.com on Monday that uh, I thought was interesting. And it was good to catch up with him. Actually, the one moderately interesting thing there was that Brian White is the FAU AD. His dad is Kevin White, who's the Duke AD. So Kevin White was there. His brother, Mike White, the Florida basketball coach, was playing a game up the road against Utah State. So the Whites were all in a suite watching Brian White's team play football that he's the AD of and then watching Mike White's team lose to Utah State on the TV. And then there's a White sister who's an associate AD at SMU who I did not know existed. Her name is Hannah. I believe it's uh, Chaparral. Uh, she's she's married, so she's taken on her married name. So there was there was dueling Whites <laughs> in the Boca Raton Bowl. And then Kevin was there to oversee it, and they watched Mike. I thought that was interesting. That was far more interesting than anything that actually happened in the Boca Raton Bowl game. It's- Other than me winning on because I picked FAU. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That, that was yes. the most that exciting was fascinating. thing. Yeah. The funniest part was probably Lane Kiffin texting me during the game, taking credit for all the talent on the field. Uh, of course. <laughs> I left a gold mine there, a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about right. It's tough attendance. It's tough going to that thing. Well, all right. Good job, Pete. Sure, your grandmother missed you. You know, you'll one day look back and go, boy, if I could only have one more afternoon with grandma, <laughs> what I'd give for one more afternoon with my relatives. <laughs> and instead, you'll say, no, I had no. it. I had that opportunity, but I decided to go to the Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> My my Nini is ninety nine years old, Dan, and yeah. you know she's got a few left. Few I know, so left. make so, sure. Yeah, strong Albanian genes will win, and there will be many more Boca Raton Bowls in my and Nini's future. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't you worry. She might have a longer future than the Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> yeah. You never know. <laughs> Six thousand people. No. How about that game was on ABC? I was like stunned That's, by that. I, this entire <laughs> the entire bowl industry is just un. It's it's unbelievable propped up by gamblers and basically bowl welfare because yeah, this is what right. the, the schools do is they they buy the tickets this is the genius of these ad's i'll give them credit they get in their contracts a bonus if their team makes a bowl game then they make their employers pay the school pays for empty seats at a stadium so the bowl exists and then they get the money so basically it'd be like if we went to yahoo and figure pete and figured out here, we're going to cost you $100,000, but when we do, we get $10,000 bonus each. <laughs> and then you claim that because you're on ABC, there's going to be a flood of applications now. Like there were all these high school seniors sitting around America wondering where yeah. to go to college next year, and they happened to tune into the Boca Raton Bowl <laughs> yeah. and said, ah, you know what, SMU, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's either that sure. or a bunch of degenerate gamblers like Sully <laughs> are watching. Uh, it's one or the other. So these things exist. Anyway, there you tremendous. go. Tremendous. So let's get to the rest of them. Let's celebrate. Let's bowls, do it. The bowl season. There you go. All right. Next one. The military bowl. This does not have a sponsor. Is the just general military? Oh, it's presented by Northrop Grumman, man. Like the helicopter people. Ah, the military. I was going to say, yeah. like, I don't really know if I want my tax money like going to this. Yeah. Temple, eight and four versus North Carolina, six and six. Carolina is a favor, giving four and a half. Sully, we'll let you go first since you, you did so terribly the first time. Uh, who you got? Oh man! Uh, give me Mac Brown. Give me Mac Brown in the in the Tar Heels. Had a nice nice little story, uh, and and he had a good recruiting class too to boot. So uh, get you, score one for the Boomers. Give me UNC. You do know those recruits do not play in this game. <laughs> okay, okay. Just, you're one and eight, man. I feel like I need to explain the the system. Just, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> we we should add Sully in during the regular season. Then I wouldn't have been the butt of all the jokes. <laughs> See, it's a, that would have been a lot more. Fun. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it's a lot more fun on this side of the aisle, isn't it? Uh, uh, we uh, never would have been able to give birth to Tap Forty, and uh, what a good run Tap Forty has had. Yeah, now now uh, losing to ETEP Family. 
Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pat, who you got? Uh, I got North Carolina, win and cover. Rod Carey, the Temple coach, was winless in bowl games at Northern Illinois. That will continue. Temple. Thank God I'm disagreeing with Pat. I feel like I can get, <laughs> get in a groove again here. Yeah, Temple is like your old-fashioned smash-mouth, hard-hitting team. North Carolina's throwing a party because they went 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, feel like, I feel like Temple could win this game authoritatively. Where is mm. this game being played? Is this Fort Worth? D.C. D.C. Yeah. Close. Everybody, just, <laughs> Fort Worth. Just D.C. <laughs> very nice. similar. I like this the default <laughs> guest location for a bowl. Like yeah. Frisco, Fort Worth. I did not realize until I was actually watching the Frisco Bowl that it wasn't in San Francisco. It's in Frisco, <laughs> Texas. I was like, I was watching and I'm like, why does he got like a soccer? There's like a it says like FC Dallas in the stands. I'm like, oh, Frisco. All right. I got it. Whoops. <laughs> the, su- the, the suburban sprawl bowl. Yeah. yeah just, right. Who doesn't want to exactly go? Yeah. Take a left at the Panera. Go down. <laughs> yeah. Two Cadobas. Uh, uh-huh. if, if they weren't uh, over the holidays, it would actually be fairly ridiculously fun for us to just go to some random bowl game and tailgate for no you good just, reason oh, but right. like, you just you just yeah. told us it wasn't fun you just did this <laughs> well i like put on a tie and went to the press box and did all those boring things like you, you put know, on a tie even? <laughs> oh my does not merit a tie oh no i'm just getting I, legitimately concerned here Jeez. I sent Rosenberg, uh, our friend Mike Rosenberg from SI, Pat's colleague, a picture from the Boca Raton Bowl because he enjoys making fun of it. And uh, he was like, when does the band spell Thamel on the field? <laughs> <laughs> Special uh, guest, Pete Thamel. What? I mean, <laughs> what the heck? I, the guy will not set foot in a Popeye's or an Arby's. But, <laughs> but he will no... go to the Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, All right, whatever. Uh, I got a lot of work done there. I saw a lot of people. That was, that was a pretty productive afternoon. So I think yeah. I'm going to take Temple also. Sully and I are ready for you guys. I have no reason to, but I did. All <laughs> right, New Era Pinstripe Bowl. That is in Yankee Stadium. I know that one. It is. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Wake Forest, eight and four. Michigan State, six and six. Michigan State is giving four. This game will be as gross as the weather <laughs> in New York. Okay, is that a factoid? Will it be his last bowl game? I think he'll be back. I, they bring out make a bowl next year. I don't know. All right, Michigan State's giving four. Pete, what do you got? Um, I'll, I'm all Wake Forest on, yeah. on this game. I know they've had some injuries and they're beat up at receiver, but I just feel like you have to like who really wants to be there in in, in New York that day? Like miserable six and six Michigan State or Wake Forest, which can win nine games for like only the third time in school history. I think Wake has that funky little offense. Michigan State's not going to be ready for it. Yeah, there'll be a lot of awkward delayed runs right down Michigan State's throat. I I don't disagree with Pete's reasoning there, but I do think the injuries are real for Wake Forest. We don't know whether Jamie Newman's going to play yet, I don't believe. At quarterback, Michigan State, just a little more solid and sound, should be able to score. I don't like Michigan State's team, but give me the Spartans. I'm taking Sam Hartman. I'm taking Wake Wake. Forest backup. I'm taking Wake. Sully? (laughs) Uh oh man, I guess Pat and I are going uh, hand in hand here today. I'm going Michigan State as well. I feel really good about these picks, Dan. I feel like we're <laughs> yeah, we're in a glow. Uh, you guys have not watched Me, Dan MSG and this year. Rolling. Academy Sports plus Outdoors Texas Bowl Sports and Outdoors. That's a, yeah, a plus. A, it is a plus sign. You know, sports so. and outdoors, the right stuff, Academy, the low price, sports, Academy, yeah, but, you know, look, if so they're going to put a, like? if they're dumb enough to put a plus sign in the name, you'd call it a plus sign. Okay. If uh, they want an, am, an ampersand, then it's an ampersand. There's a store that sells like tents and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. like, a, it's like dick sporting. It's, it's, it's right. yeah, it's, it's a cheaper dicks. Mm-hmm. Cheaper. That's <laughs> 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 a drop. <laughs> <laughs> I laid out after that. <laughs> <laughs> he cracked in. I love it. All right. Eh, it's just nothing funnier than that. Tell we you are what. 11 years old. <laughs> Gotta be careful with that, sir. You're searching something at that place. You get an eyeful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Oklahoma State. All right. We got a ranked team. All right. Number that? 25, Oklahoma State. We've only been two podcasts into bowl picks. We finally got a team that's ranked. <laughs> Oklahoma State, eight and four, is playing Texas A&M. 
seven and five. Old Big 12 shootout here. A&M's given seven. We got the mullet versus the money bowl. That's what he's calling that. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Sully, you can go first. Chuba wasn't playing, and Spencer's supposed to be a hunter back. I'd be on the other side of, with AM, but since those two guys are playing, give me Oklahoma State in the point. Yeah, that's I think uh, Oklahoma State wins and certainly covers because AM's favored by seven. So give me the Cowboy. Chuba Hubbard's the probably the best player nobody talked about this year. Led the nation in rushing by a lot. AM zero wins over FBS opponents who have winning records. They have beaten nobody, and they're not going to in this game. As much as I hate to agree with those two blokes, uh, pretty sound sound reasoning there. Yeah, I like Oklahoma State a lot in this game, and I think they went out right. I'll take Oklahoma State also. SDCCU Holiday Bowl. What is that, a bank? Uh, this is a yeah, terrible San Diego credit card. Oh, it's yeah. San Diego Credit Union. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. So, Stella, you got to write these out the proper way. <laughs> San Diego County Credit Union. Stella, you need to do my work for me better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your picks are as bad as your, your little work on the rundown here today. <laughs> Number 16, Iowa, 9-3 and three against 22 USC Trojans, 8-4. and four. Iowa is giving two. San Diego, Union, San Diego County Credit Union. Interesting. Do you think they get, like, people banking with them from afar or you just because you would think only people in san diego would bank with the san diego county credit union but maybe not you would think this is what your wrong atm fee is is paying for uh <laughs> pat what do you got i'm going with the trojans here uh it, tough game for me to pick i think i was favored by two but uh, and Iowa's defense been good. Haven't given up more than twenty four points all season. But I think this is the best pass and catch team they've played. Keaton Slovis, Michael Pittman, some other receivers for the Trojans. Graham Harrell staying. So I'll take USC to win and cover. Why is Michael Pittman playing in this game? That's I just double checked that. Like uh, don't know, but I'm proud of him. Yes, <laughs> just just for the sake of my pick. I am going to take the Hawkeyes. I just feel like. The, the Trojans saving Clay's Helton's job was really like the only thing they could have accomplished this year after starting three and three. And they did that. There's still a little bit of like a black cloud over that program right now. And I think Iowa will be rejuvenated by the location and, you know, give USC the type of hard hitting team that's dominant in the trenches that they don't see out west, similar to like BYU, which pushed them around, et cetera. So I'm going to go with the Hawkeyes. I am going to go with USC. I'm taking them. I think they're getting uh, everyone's crapping on them. I think they're gonna they're gonna rise up and go. Sully, who you got? Give me the Hawkeyes. SC can't defend the run. Iowa can run. That's as uh, simple as that. All right, that's the kind of brevity we need. The other two <laughs> just go on and on like anyone <laughs> gives a crap what they got to say. All right, the cheat, the cheese it bowl, yeah, oh. cheese it bowl, a classic last year. It was the worst game ever. It was so bad it was great. Where is the Cheez-It Bowl played? Is that in San Francisco? Bay Area. Phoenix. 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 Oh, it's Phoenix? Phoenix. Yeah. Just missed. Oh, I thought it Just... was the Walnut Bowl and it got renamed after <laughs> Cheez-It. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you experts on the podcast are not experts, folks. No, but the fact is that that's actually, it, it's like theoretically possible because yes, there was at one point a Walnut Bowl that was also the Almond Bowl. It yeah. was like, the fight hunger bowl and the, yeah, you know, it's it. been like 16 the, different things. The fight hunger bowl with Cheez-Its. I mean, <laughs> it fights my it. hunger. It does the job. All right. Washington state, six and six air force, 10 and two air force is given three. What do you got? Air Pat. force, air force wins. Uh, Washington state isn't showing up to stop that option running game. They're going to score. Both teams going to score a bunch of points. Air force going to win. Pete. Much as I hate to agree with Pat, Washington State's run defense stinks. And uh, yeah, Air Force is going to be like, this is their Super Bowl. Washington State's kind of sleptwalked through the whole season. They, they made a nice late charge to get here, but I uh, I can't see the Pirate pulling this one off. So take the Falcons. Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll go Air Force. Air Force. Fly Falcons. All right. Saturday, December 28th, the Camping World Bowl. That's in Orlando. And uh, they they just bought a bunch of pallets of bush light because Iowa State's in this bad boy. We haven't talked. I we talked so much Iowa at the beginning of this year. And now here they are. Iowa State seven and five against number fifteen Notre Dame ten and two. Notre Dame is giving three and a half, and there's going to be a lot of bush light drank by the Iowa State fan. I don't know if the Notre Damers will they'll they'll drop so low as to consume it. 
It's more of a wine and cheese crowd. <laughs> wine and cheese it. Uh, all right, Pete. Who you got in the camping world bowl? The dirty little secret about Iowa State this year is that they just weren't that good at football. And so I don't know why Notre Dame, which was fairly good at football, is only favored by three points. So I think with a couple of weeks to figure out that three down, drop eight nonsense that hit, that Iowa State's defense runs, that Ian Book picks apart the Cyclones in the Irish win. It, 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 I don't I don't. Is it really was a, a secret that they weren't that good? Was there anyone out there saying they were? Well, I mean, Vegas thinks they're only three points worse yeah. than Notre Dame. I don't know. All right. You're good. A good point there, Pat. Yeah, no, I'm all over Notre Dame in this. Notre Dame's record against 2019 bowl teams, six and two. Iowa State's record against 29 bowl teams, 2019 bowl teams, one and five. Notre Dame, if, if Notre Dame is any vote motivation at all, though, will win big. That's uh, good logic for me there, Pat. I'm I'm with Notre Dame. I'm I'm all Irish too. Man. They they had one bad game and they, yeah. they totally quit in that storm and in in uh, Ann Arbor. Other than that, they were a good football team. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I don't get this uh, this uh, number. All right. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl, number 10. That's in Dallas. Number 10, Penn State versus number 17, Memphis. Memphis is 12 and 1. Penn State's 10 and 2. I like this game a lot. Kind of fun. This will be uh, this and the Camping World Bowl will be before the semifinals. We'll get to the semis at the end. You got to listen to all this garbage. Uh, to get the good games. Uh, Sully, you can go first. Give me Penn State without um, without Mike Norvell at, at, at Memphis. Give me the Staters. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, I'm, I'm hijacking. Uh, go ahead. Six, six and a half point line. I, when the power, when the group of five guys have gotten in these bowl games, they've tended to stay and coach them before going to their next job. Scott Frost did. P.J. Fleck did. Not so much with Mike Norvell. I think Memphis is going to be in a bit of transition turmoil, so I like Penn State to win and cover. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this reminds me of when uh, Cincinnati had that magical run with Brian Kelly. He bolted for Notre Dame, and they just got dump trucked by a pretty average Florida team in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Norvell's also the play caller, and so I just think there's going to be some adjustment there. And Penn State's also really good. So, um, yeah. God, I'm agreeing with everyone again. This is bad. I need to start going opposite. You want to agree with me? Penn State. Yeah, I, I think Penn State's a good football team, too. Uh, Memphis is all right. Monday, December 30th, the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Don't know where this is located. Anyone? Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, this one, I think, is being, it might even be even played at the, where is they playing? The Old Cotton I, Bowl, maybe? Well, the Old Cotton Bowl was the one they had last year. Well, they were supposed to have it, and then it got canceled. That was oh, Boise yeah. and BC. Right. Right, this right, is right. the game that got stormed out. Cotton Bowl, right? Yeah, right. The Cotton yeah. Bowl is in the uh, in Jerry, Jerry, Jerry World. world. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, this anyway. was the one that got rained out last year. So, yeah. Call yeah. the fire department. It's gonna. We got Western Kentucky eight and four against Western Michigan seven and five. <laughs> Get together, <laughs> declare how much they eat the eastern parts of their respective states. <laughs> Winner gets West gets to be called Western. <laughs> the one, Western. One yeah. time in the UFC, there were two guys, both nicknamed Cowboy, fought. It was great. Cowboy versus Cowboy. Um, yeah, all right. So you like Western. This is actually a Pat and I fight. Western Kentucky yeah. versus Western Michigan. Bring it on. Who you got, Pat? I got my state. I got the Hilltoppers, baby. Come on. What's the line on this thing? Oh, they're favored by three and a half. Oh, they'll win easy. Absolutely. Come on. Well, I'm taking the Broncos. So yeah, that's what break. I'm talking about. We're going state versus state here. <laughs> state apathy is on the line. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pete, who you got? You know, the Mac has performed remarkably well in the early bowl season, stunningly well, considering what a pit of mediocrity it was uh, during the year. So I'm going to take Western Michigan, noticing what they did in their conference season and noticing how the Conference USA has, had, has been spotty. Obviously, there was the huge win by FAU, but I, uh, I'm going to take Western Michigan. I was I was kind of anti Mac uh, in some of my picks early, and I, I regret that. Well, give me Western Kentucky. Winners of their last three, uh, and one of those is a is a that big old win over Arkansas. So keep it rolling there, Hilltoppers. Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. That's in Nashville, Mississippi State. Minus uh, is giving four. They are six and six. They got the bowl eligibility because of the dog pee incident. 
that just changed <laughs> football forever. <laughs> Will Louisville do a dog, fake dog pee in the end zone and gift Mississippi State the game? Louisville seven and five. So Mississippi State versus Louisville. If Petrino was coaching, there would definitely be multiple leg lifts. Yeah. I'll start with Pat. He's the Louisville guy. Yeah. Here's the problem for Louisville. Terrible run defense. Mississippi State can run the ball. Mississippi State will win and cover. I'm going to take Louisville, despite their terrible run defense. There are a couple games that are just brutal, by the way. Like, you know, thank God, <laughs> thank God we don't have to watch them. This is, this is not as bad as Virginia Tech and Kentucky, as games I really don't want to watch. Indiana, Tennessee falls in that category, too, so like, don't, don't think your Vols are absolved from this. I'm going to take Louisville on the, like, sort of happy-to-be-there, engaged portion of this. But, yeah, it's going to be an awful game. Uh, Mississippi State, for me, I'm taking them. Yep, looks like uh, Pete's lone wolf in it. Give me uh, the Fighting Hills and Mississippi State. Red Box Bowl. That in San Francisco? Is that the one? It is. There we it go. Is. We finally I found think... the Walnut Bowl. Yes, I believe it was 7-6 to six last year. Uh, Oregon and Michigan State. Is that right? And this can be pretty close to that scoreline, too. Yes, I'll take Cal. the under. <laughs> yeah. Cal is playing Louis- Illinois. Wow, what a game. This is Jeez. actually probably the worst bowl on paper that involves major conference teams. Would you agree Cal with that? Is, yeah, like, yeah, this is this is awful. Like, I may end up watching that game, but God, I will do with gritted teeth. <laughs> has uh, has Lovey Smith dressed up as Santa Claus with that beard? Because that would be a good picture. I mean, I he should, someone... because he's got, because the beard is beautifully gray, you know? Perfect beard. Cal versus Illinois. Uh, Illinois, six and six. Actually, a good season for them. Cal, seven and five. Cal's giving six and a half. So if anyone dares, wants to bet this one, go ahead. I'm taking Cal. I don't think Illinois is going to score a lot of points. And, you know, it's going to be like 17 to three. Cal's <laughs> defense is good. It will remain good. I'm taking Cal. I'm, uh, I'm on Cal, 19 to seven. It's going to be, Illinois has only done anything when they've gotten tons of turnovers. Cal doesn't turn it over much. Cal wins a slog. Yeah, give me Cal. Hopefully this is the repeat of the cheese at Bowl last year. That was just all sorts of wacky and gross. So I think yeah. it will be. <laughs> Rooting for cheese at Bowl. That's like this episode's it never it always sleeps in Shreveport. We're rooting for rooting hopefully, for wacky and gross. Hopefully it's a repeat of the cheese at Bowl. Of course. Um, <laughs> all right, next one. What do we got here? Capital One Orange Bowl, Miami, Florida, or wherever, we Miami go. Gardens, probably. Number nine, Florida, is yeah. giving 14 and a half against number 24, Virginia, fighting Mendenhalls, and I'll get any respect here. Uh, Sully, you go first. Yeah, Florida's historically played uh, some uh, pretty big spreads in the in the Orange Bowl, and they've they've covered most of them. They, they've actually won their three Orange Bowl matchups against Maryland, Georgia Tech, and Syracuse by a combined sixty nine points, and they'll they'll do it again. Give me Florida, Pat. Pete. Yeah, yeah, I agree. My, the last time we saw Virginia, they were giving up sixty two to uh, Clemson. No, thank you. Uh, I will say, I think Florida. Uh, ben Mullen has a great bowl record, so Florida Gators cover. C.J. Henderson, Florida star corner, is not going to play in the bowl, but it doesn't matter because Virginia doesn't pass the ball. They run the wing tee, and I think Todd Grantham will figure that out with a month to prepare. So Gators roll at home. It's great to be a Florida Gator. I'm taking the Gators. All right, Tuesday, December 31st. How early do you want to start tying it on? <laughs> Might as well start at noon for the Belk Bowl. <laughs> the last hey. Belk Bowl. Rest in peace to the best bowl wow, game on right. Twitter. What's happening yeah. to it? Uh, they're just changing sponsors. Belk pulled out. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Belk. that the old Continental Tire Bowl? It was. <laughs> we'll have to see if there's any other. Like this should be like the NASCAR Bowl. Tell NASCAR to pony NASCAR up and, Hall of Fame and sponsor bowl. the bowl. Yeah. And they could do a car with all the Bulls' old logos. <laughs> they need to do something. They don't have any fans anymore. I can't even cover it anymore. I can't imagine that uh, a company realized that uh, sponsoring crappy bowl games didn't do much for the bottom line. <laughs> Couldn't have seen that coming. I'm stunned. <laughs> wow, Belk. They sat around a meeting room and said, I don't think this is paying off. All right, Belk Bowl, Kentucky versus Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's given two and a half. Bud Foster coaches his final game, and Lynn Bowden uh, is playing in his final game. That's what we got. All right. Yeah, I think Bud figures out a way to stop the defiantly one-dimensional Wildcats. Uh, These are two not great teams. 
but I, I just feel like there'll be some energy for Bud, and Kentucky really can't throw the ball. So. Yeah, completely agree. That's the thing. The, the, Kentucky's the most one-dimensional team that is not a service academy, and that just isn't going to work against Bud Foster. Virginia win cover. Uh, I'm taking Virginia Tech. Uh, this has not been a great Kentucky season. Saleh, who you got? Oh, man, I really want to side with the Cats now with all three of you guys going. But, yeah, win one. Win, Go ahead. Win, 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 no, nah, win one for Foster. That's what it's going to be. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. How about that? <laughs> oh, is yeah. That, that's true. Come on, man. Flakes? Yes, my son said the same thing just about an hour ago. He was like, couldn't believe it. But, yes, it's the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. The Sun Bowl is great. Great, great building. <laughs> Sun Bowl is great. It's always played on never moves around it's just it's been set. it's one of the oldest bowls the sun bowl doesn't change much it do change its sponsor every once in a while but i think it's on cbs it's one of the few yeah, games cbs yeah. does i you know cbs no longer gonna do uh sec yeah think of that? that was that was if we actually talked about football on our college football podcast that would have been a pretty good topic i <laughs> should have thought of that yeah but uh <laughs> You know, Mitchell I know they're Forty doesn't make... want that though, so don't don't worry. Mitchell Forty's told us he, he only likes the non-football topics. That's so. right. Very briefly, I say that ESPN is obviously going to pay a lot of money, and that's the SEC is going to get a bonanza here. That that CBS deal was undervalued, all of that, and so I get why they're making the deal. But I think it was a there's they will lose something by not having that exclusivity to CBS. You just always knew. ESPN does great work, but it's just another game now over there. And obviously it'll be on ABC, I'm sure. But it's just like there was a feel on those. I think they're I, I'm not saying you don't do it because you got to take the money. But I think they're going to there are going to be times they're going to regret that. I agree with that. But the one thing is like CBS being CBS and broadcast TV and all that stuff. Like how much does that all really matter in five years? You know what I mean? Like the exclusivity because. People are just going to be watching on their phones and streaming it up. I just think some of the dynamics that made the CBS part of it special aren't what they used to be. I do agree. Like, CBS did an awesome job. You, you knew Vern's voice. You Even if it was like a Georgia-Mississippi State game, you you stopped at 3.30 on Saturday to watch. Like, there there was – they built a cool brand and an aura around it. Um, you know, I'll pour a little out for CBS. I mean, that what great games we saw – uh, on there over the years and, and they did it right. But uh, I, I kind of get why they didn't want to go all the way down the financial chasing of it, because I don't know what you get back. I want them to play that song on my funeral too. It's the best intro song. You could <laughs> get laid, get laid down to rest one more time listening to that song. Cause Tennessee certainly blew plenty of games on CBS over the years, but <laughs> Now they don't even play on CBS anymore. So. No, they actually did not for the first time, like maybe in the entire run of the history of the contracts. It's 95. They didn't play a game on CBS this year. So. Ouch. Ouch. Yep. All right. Well, how about this CBS game? Florida State versus Arizona State. Mm -hmm. uh, six and six Seminoles, seven and five Arizona State. Sun Devils, <clears throat> Sun Devils given four and a half. Pat. Yeah, plenty of top players not playing on either side of this. I I, I really don't even want to pick this game, but <laughs> I, I guess give me Arizona State on the off chance that they're more motivated. Um, so we'll see. I'll take Arizona State to win and cover the what was it four four and a half four and a half. Okay, fine. Yeah, this I I I've really failed to mention what I went on my little tangent about gross games. This should have been front and center because this is a gross game. Uh, Arizona State will be running out a new OC and a new DC because Danny Gonzalez took the New Mexico job. I actually don't know if he's going to call that game or not, but I would doubt it. Yeah, I'm going to take Florida State out of like just, I don't know, like there's no good answer here. <laughs> there's not. All right. They feel the excitement. I'm taking ASU. I think they they got a little momentum going after the Oregon win. I got no nothing else to add to that. Um, <laughs> Sully. I'm with you. Give me the give me the Sun Devils. All right. Next one. Auto Zone Liberty Bowl. Number 23, Navy, nine and two versus eight and four Kansas State. Navy's given two and a half. Kind of interesting game here. Uh, who you got, Sully? You want to go first? Yeah, give me the midshipmen. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a physical game and fun to watch. But yeah, give me Navy. Yeah, I'm going to take K State. I uh, I feel like if anyone knows how to prepare for a postseason, it's uh, Chris Kleiman of Kansas State, considering he won like 
47 national championships at North Dakota State. So having a month to prepare for the option, I think this is going to be kind of a low-scoring, gnarly game, and I like that I I like that to get a point if K-State does get uh, nudged out here. So I'm going to take the Wildcats. Give me the midshipman. Kansas State tied for last in the Big 12 and yards allowed per rush, and we know that Navy likes to rush the ball. Give me, the, give me Navy. I'm rooting for Navy. I was like, I always root for our Navy. Nova, not Villanova, Nova, home loans. Arizona Bowl, not featuring Villanova. Georgia State, seven and five versus Wyoming, seven and five. Wyoming is giving seven. Uh, I guess this game is in Arizona. Tucson. I, I think Sully has to go first because he's our biggest Georgia yeah. State fan. He's a big Georgia State. You know a lot about <laughs> and, that. And, and Wyoming, Wyoming <laughs> beat Missouri, so the winner is going to take the Vandy, yeah. Vandy's place yeah. in the SEC East here. So yeah, they. You know, that's lost now. It doesn't look so bad to Georgia. No, State. it doesn't. No, yeah, yeah State. Georgia State, right. <laughs> G- give me the Cowboys out of spite. Uh, I agree. After the Cowboys were good enough to beat the mighty Missouri Tigers, they're certainly good enough to beat the Georgia State Panthers. Yeah, I'm taking the pokes. Taking the pokes. Georgia State kind of was a mediocre Sunbelt team after their moment of glory against the Vols. They did really beat Tennessee badly, though. That's one of the things that get lost about that game. They, like, ran for, like, 450 yards. They jammed it down their throat for four quarters. It's a bowl team. It's a bowl team. Yeah, um, they are. I'm taking Wyoming. They're going to be so excited to be out of the the, the cold, and uh, they're just going to be jacked up to play. All right, Valero Alamo Bowl. Remember the Valero Alamo Bowl in San Antonio? Number 11, Utah, given seven against seven and five, Texas. Home game for the for the Longhorns, practically. Pete? Oh, I'm all over Utah in this game. Utah wants to be there. They've had a great season. Texas's staff is a disaster. They fired a bunch of guys. They're probably going to fire a bunch more. And, uh, I mean, Utah is just better. I mean, Texas is a terrible front seven on defense. Utah is stout on both lines. I... I, if this was a confidence pool, I would probably have the most confidence in Utah winning oh, and covering this. All right. Yeah, give me the Utes um, for all the reasons, uh, reasons Pete mentioned. This is a matchup of two very good bowl coaches. Kyle Woodingham is 11-2. and two. Tom Herman is 3-0 and oh and, and was an underdog in all three of them. He's an underdog in this one, too, but that streak comes to an end. Utes win and cover the seven. Good call on Whittingham's bowl record. That's annually one of the most amazing things. Yeah. Sully? Oh, man, Texas. I, I mean, they played a bomb team that just missed the playoffs last year. Um, Give me Utah, though. I mean, it makes too much sense. So did the Georgia pick, too, last year, but oh, well. All right, Utah. I'm taking Utah. All right, January 1st, Wednesday, January 1st. This used to be really good games now. Eh. The VRBO uh, Citrus Bowl. The VRBO. What is that? I, I think I know this one. It's like rental properties. It's it's the same thing as Airbnb, basically. Okay. So it's the knockoff Airbnb. VRBO, Citrus Bowl, Alabama, 10 and 2 against Michigan, 9 and 3. Bama's given 7, 1 p.m. Classic. This is a a fun game. What do we got? You got the khakis or the houndstooth? Pete Damel. Oh, I'm going to take the Houndstooth. Like, I, I thought about this game for a while because some Bama players aren't playing. Motivation's always a concern. But then I thought about Shea Patterson versus Nick Saban, and then I didn't think anymore. Ah, uh, wow. Pat? Yeah, and enough of Alabama's guys are actually playing in this game so that I think that, you know, it's not a complete abandoned ship for the for the uh, draft-eligible juniors. So I think Alabama does to Michigan what every good team has done to Michigan. Kills them. I am taking Alabama. I don't. I think they're going to run right over uh, Michigan. No problem. Sully? I have no idea how this game's only seven. Give me Bama. That's, that's cr- kind of crazy. Next up, Outback Bowl, Bloomin' Onion. Number 12, Auburn. Number 18, Minnesota. Auburn's given seven and a half. What do you think? Pete, you're our Minnesota correspondent. It's important to note here, Dan, that Derek Brown, Auburn star defensive tackle, future top five pick, is playing against the uh, against the Gophers in this game, which is surprising. Good for him. I think I have to take Auburn in this game. I wanted to pick the Gophers, uh, who will be motivated, but I just think Minnesota's offense has been 
pedestrian against good defenses this year, and I just think Auburn can can slow them down and uh, and cover in this thing. Oh, Auburn has the 55th pass defense in the country. I think Minnesota is wanting to put a nice cap on the end of the season. Uh, Auburn, eh, they might they might want to be there, but probably not. Give me the Gophers. Yeah, no, I, I like Auburn uh, pretty solidly here. I think that they should be able to defensively really slow down. Uh, Minnesota and getting the getting the backfield against uh, the passing attack and slow that down. So I I think uh, the the Tigers win cover. All right, Auburn for me, really good team. Rose Bowl, they got a sponsor, don't they? Usually have a sponsor. Uh, Rose Bowl presented by Northwestern Mutual. There you go. They got the classier version of the of the way to do it. Oregon eleven and two, Wisconsin ten and three. Granddaddy of them all. You get the sunset. Get the sunset right in the third quarter. <laughs> Thank God for that. Thank God we got that sunset. Larry Scott will be excited because going to Oregon, getting to go to the Rose Bowl is more important than the playoff or something like that. Uh, <laughs> Sully, who are you taking? Give me Oregon. Uh, I'm going with Oregon. I think they were a darn good team this year who screwed up and let the playoff get away. Unfortunately, I hate to agree with those guys, but I am uh, I am taking the Ducks. It still means something for Oregon to be in this game. I think Justin Herbert will to 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 kind of go out with uh, with a blaze of glory here. Uh, Wisconsin is giving two and a half, and that is a big deal for me. I think there's going to be a really good game and close, but I will take Oregon getting those little extra points. All right, All-State Sugar Bowl, number five, Georgia versus number seven, Baylor. Georgia's given six and a half. This could be fun if uh, if if Georgia shows up motivated, I think. I think Baylor will. Pete, you want to go first? Yeah, I love Baylor in this game. The six is a nice bonus, but, like, they want to be – I mean, it's the same scenario. We saw Georgia fall on their face in last year. The elite players aren't going to be playing, and uh, some of them, not all of them. Yeah, I really think Baylor can, uh, Baylor can run out and, and win this game. And if not, like, the one thing you can say about Baylor this year is they've played everybody close. From Rice to Oklahoma, they have hung in games. So six is a nice number there if you don't think they're going to win. Yeah, I think that uh, the fact that it happened, that, that Georgia no-showed last year means that they will there will be a strong emphasis from the staff to show this year. So I don't expect them to just completely mail it in. I think they show up, and I think they're better than Baylor and uh, stronger in the lines and will beat Baylor and will cover the number. Give me Georgia. Bevo's not there to uh, beat up on Uga in the pregame. Luckily, Baylor doesn't have a <laughs> bear mascot, so give me Georgia. Uh, I'm taking Georgia, too. I think Baylor style of play is a problem for in the Big 12. I don't think they're going to be as effective against uh against the georgia kids and i do think this they they did nothing last year so this year they will show up a little bit better all right thursday january 2nd <laughs> 3 p.m just in case you just nope not starting work hell no <laughs> yeah that <laughs> mid-afternoon no i didn't i i refused to work uh thursday yeah it's quite a i mean <laughs> ticket smarter birmingham bowl this one used to be the Papa John's Bowl. One of my all-time great bowl moments was when the Papa John's Bowl ran out of Papa John's pizza. <laughs> that and they made all the fans sit on one side of the stadium. Oh, right. Like, yeah, uh, to make it look like, like they were yeah, there. Yeah, like a movie set. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at the crowd. Yeah. All right, everybody's <laughs> sitting. We've got one camera. Boston College, six and six. They fired their coach. I guess they weren't they weren't ticket smart in that. First number 21, Cincinnati. This always always tells you how important the bowl season is when they some of these coaches got fired for reaching a bowl. Like, yeah, this bowl sucks so bad. BC was so humiliated they paid a guy millions of dollars to no longer coach them. Feel the excitement. Who you got? Since he's given a touchdown here, seven. They're given seven. Yeah, Cincinnati, easy here. You know they'll probably be mad that they're in this game. AJ Dillon isn't playing for BC. They don't have a coach. Cincinnati's better than they are anyway. Bearcats win potentially big. This is the other one that I would put in the highest of confidence in my confidence pool. Cincinnati is just going to, I think, steamroll them. Cincinnati's essentially a better version of BC. Tough-minded, grounded, pound. No AJ Dillon, as Pat said, is a is a huge factor. Uh, Rich Gannell, the receivers coach, will be uh, will be the interim uh, the interim coach for BC. I think that there is uh, not. You know, maybe the players rally around Rich, but I would think that Cincinnati, you know, I would th I would have thought if you, you told me before bowl season, I would have thought Cincinnati would be a 17 point favorite in this game. I think Pete could have made up any name and said that's the interim coach. You could have just been like, 
Larry Fredericks is going to be the uh, the intro coach for Boston College. Yeah. Nobody could prove you wrong. You may remember Rich Gannell uh, was Matt Ryan's favorite target. Uh, and uh, no, nope, may not remember. I don't know. <laughs> nope, Rich Canel's good. Good. Uh, I don't remember what I had for lunch, man. Uh, all right, I'm taking UC Sully. Yep, UC. All right, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Hey, Tennessee Vols, given one and a half against the Indiana Hoosiers. Sully will let you go first since you're so excited. Yeah, Tennessee normally slaps around <laughs> average Big Ten teams in bowl games, and they're going to do it again. Uh, Sully, you going to the game? Negative. Yeah, that what negative. Not not yep. make it the, the flights from uh, L.A. to Jacksonville are, are are pricey. No, thanks. So you checked. You checked. Okay. Oh, yeah, I checked uh, quickly. Pete, what bowl game would you go, Sully, to? I'm going to take Indiana. So but what what bowl game would you go to? Sully, I, I have I, I have been to this bowl game, but I for me to <laughs> for me to fly out to a bowl game, I, I, it, the baseline would probably be a Texas bowl versus Texas or a, like a, a big name program or a, or a big bowl game. Go to the cheese it. Oh, I would hundred percent go to the cheese it bowl <laughs> <laughs> just to get cheese it bowl swag. Oh yeah. No way. I'm going. <laughs> uh, I'm, I am uh, taking Tennessee here, but I'd like to just ask Sully if the, the, the if Tennessee normally slaps around mid pack, big 10 teams in bowl games, which bowl games are you talking about? They haven't been to many in the, in the last several years. Yeah, Ooh, let's, uh, let's see. Iowa in this very game uh, four years ago, Northwestern. Four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Northwestern. Yeah, you're missing my point here, Sully. They don't go to bowl games very often anymore. No, they don't. I'm sitting with Pete and taking Indiana. Yeah. I do. Kalen I, DeBoer, the assistant coach from Indiana who took the Fresno job, is going to do the play calling in this game which is going to be important for Indiana. Sorry, I had to mention football. Friday, January 3rd. Still not back at work? Don't worry. <laughs> Three, we got you covered during the daytime. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Nevada versus uh, Ohio. Six and six, Ohio. Seven and five, Nevada. What do you got? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Give me uh, Nevada to cover. Too big a number. I mean, this game, holy moly. I mean, if, <laughs> if you knock off work early on Friday to catch the 3.30 kick of this game, you have a problem. But yeah, give me if, Nevada to cover. If you have conviction on this game, you should you should <laughs> call one of those gamblers anonymous hotlines. <laughs> Even we think you watch too much college football. Yeah. I'll take Nevada. I'll take Ohio just for giggles. I'm taking Ohio. Could be Frank Solich's last game, by the way. Ohio's going to win this game. O-H-I-O. I I believe it will be Frank Solich's last game. I think they're going to send him out a winner. I think they're going to win. Okay, there's conviction. There's conviction for you. That's right. (laughs) They're going to storm the streets of Athens. Uh, How about that? the Joe Burrow food bank story in Athens? Yeah, Yeah, that's one of the nice stories of the year. It really is, but we don't do nice things. Lockheed, <laughs> the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Wait, what did we have earlier? We had another one of these. Yeah, we got, you know, you got the Military Bowl <laughs> and the Armed Forces Bowl. <laughs> oh, you know. we have those guys play. Yeah. Let's see who you got. There's lock and what's the copter people, the helicopter people against. Lockheed. Yeah, the heli- the North, e- North, Northrop Grumman helicopter people against the Lockheed Martin, like fighter jet people or whatever. What, I mean, who are they? Who are they? They going for here like the average I, fan like the, i don't know i don't know i mean i don't 11 30 martin like what that means if sully wants to watch this game he has to set his alarm for 8 30 in the morning ain't gonna happen boys where is this thing <laughs> where's the armed forces bowl fort when worth is, texas i knew it was in fort worth that's why i got the <laughs> other one wrong wow so this is 10 30 10 30 a.m this thing is gonna go off yeah, oh. local time. Local Can time. Can you imagine how gross that's going to be with like 850 <laughs> people in the stand? <laughs> Tulane, six and six, or Southern Miss, seven and five. Hey, at least it's oh. an old rivalry game. The yeah. Battle of the Bell. This could have been played in like the Picayune, Mississippi high school field. Just <laughs> and like they split, wouldn't fill the stands. Split the difference between these two. We got to go over here and play at 1030 in the morning. Feel the excitement. What a game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, Sully, you want to pick somebody? Tulane. 
No, no idea why, other than they're <laughs> they're they're sweet. It's their sweet wave logo. They better rock those that jerseys. Is the, that's the kind of insight you listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's for. exactly why. I, I have no I, idea why. I, I, have no, I have not watched Tulane or Southern Miss all year. No idea. I'm taking Tulane because they got those cool uniforms now. Yeah. I hope they wear the blue uniform. I hope they wear the, those sweet uniforms. That's all yeah. I got for you. Tulane, I could give you rationale, but you don't, don't care about Justin no. McMillan. I'm taking Tulane as well, but I will note that it's been 35 days between games for both these teams. Do they even remember how to play football by the time they get to this game? Did they, did they know before is really the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and here we go. The last game. Now, we're going to get to the semis. Podcast gone on forever. The Lending Tree Bowl. That's it. Louisiana <laughs> against Miami, Ohio. It's just called the Lending Tree Bowl. Where is that? Where is that? Mo- Mobile. It's been like, that's one that's been like a thousand names. Uh, Gallery Furniture yeah. and this and that. Go, go Daddy. Dollar the Tree. Go yeah, Daddy. Furniture was in Houston. Huh? No, I thought yeah. that. <laughs> uh, whatever. This one's in Mobile. This is this your podcast a- if you want two guys arguing over where the gallerifurniture.com <laughs> bowl used to be. This, the, to be this game is in Mobile. East Carolina coach wants onside kick to open the gallerifurniture.com bowl. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's my kind of maverick right there. It was against Mike Leach. I want to make a watch that game on YouTube tonight. Danica Patrick used to have to attend this game as part of her GoDaddy <laughs> contract. And she would say, yeah, every year I have to go to Mobile to watch this weird college football game. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrific <laughs> alright Louisiana's given 14 man no respect for Miami Ohio oh, who wants it you want to give it to me out. this game sucks but like in the middle of summer we would all be so excited if these oh, two teams sure. were yeah. oh yeah so. but it's 7.30pm January 6th this is like the last <laughs> Monday nighter you know because there's no more Monday night football Yeah, Uh, all four of us are gonna watch every snap of this game. So yeah, whatever you got left at the bottom of the salsa container, just dump (laughs) it out. The last chip. This is it. Louisiana favored by 14, Louisiana to cover. Wow. He really believes it too. Sully? Yeah, give me UL too. I'm taking Miami. That's a lot of points. They they're on a roll. They just won the Mac. I just went on a whole street about Mac teams being undervalued. That's a lot of points. A lot of points. Louisiana well, hasn't shown up in big spots this year. They they laid eggs against App State. I think I'm going to take Miami too. That's a lot of points. All right, let's do these other ones. The Peach Bowl is uh, Oklahoma versus LSU. All right, you guys can talk a little football here. Thirteen and a half LSU sponsored. Pat, who who do you like in this game? LSU to cover. Although the the Clyde Edwards Hilaire injury is big, but so is also the uh, suspensions for Oklahoma. Oklahoma, look, for all the offensive reputation of the Big 12, they have not seen a team that can sling it and catch it like LSU because nobody else can, and they are going to light up Oklahoma's secondary. Maybe Oklahoma can score enough to stay close, but I'm thinking no. Uh, And Jalen Hurts turns it over a couple times, and this could get out of control. So I think uh, LSU by 21. Yeah, I always hate agreeing with Pat, especially in these things, but like, I think Oklahoma would have covered anyway, and just the general tumult and their best pass rusher being out, and you know we don't even quite know the full extent of what the suspensions are going to be. Although I look forward on Christmas Eve to the news drop, so it can ruin my Christmas Eve again, like that, like happened last year. That was a lot of that was a lot of fun. I spent my Christmas Eve last year on the phone with Pat trying to write about Clemson drug suspensions. So no, that's jo- right. J- joy to the joy to the world. Um, at least I could. At least I could forage it alone this year i i think lsu wins like 61 35 i'm taking lsu i didn't i didn't like oklahoma's chances before they lost all those players they too small of a margin so lsu to cover sully hold that tiger they want that natty in the in in the home state let's 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 ride with the tigers we coming (laughs) we coming to the title game uh all right here it is this is the best one clemson unbeaten ohio state unbeaten Sully, you'll let you go first. Clemson is uh, giving two points. Oh man, I, I, this is going to be a million times better than the other game. But give me, give me Ohio State. Give me, Pete? give me Justin Fields. Am I allowed to talk about football? In this yeah, yeah, no, let it rip. Yeah, this is the this is an actual football game. Our people okay. will watch, not like the Tulane game. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Ohio State in this game. I think that Clemson's defense has not been tested this year. So the combination of them having inferior personnel up front compared to last season, pedestrian linebackers, and Ryan Day having a month 
to Pat does not agree with me when I said pedestrian linebackers, by the way, he just did bitter beer face on our, uh, on our, on our Skype feed. Clemson's linebackers are just okay. Like they're, they're nothing. They're nothing special. Do you disagree? What, with what that, do you Pat? consider Isaiah Simmons? Well, no, no. I consider him like a secondary guy. Okay. He's listed as a linebacker and he's like a first team all American for good. Reason. No, no, no. I, Outside of Isaiah Simmons, who I consider like a hybrid safety more than a linebacker. Yes, he's yeah, he's a top ten draft pick. He's a very good player. I'm not, I am not certainly dismissing him. He is like the interesting piece because he lines up a defensive end. He obviously he plays like behind the linebackers mostly in in like a like a different sort of slot. But they he's kind of the piece that they they move around and they do some of this three front drop eight stuff that Iowa State and Baylor have done um, this year. I just feel like. With a month to prepare, a running quarterback, and if you've watched Ohio State this year, Ryan Day really tries to establish the run early, and that will be. I know that sounds really cliche. Oh, they need to establish the run. Um, but I feel like if Ohio State's interior three linemen who are who are elite can can get some push, and there is some QB run. We'll think they'll be a little bit healthier, Justin Fields, because he's had that knee injury. And then obviously you get J.K. Dobbins. I think once they can punch Clemson, they'll be able to they'll be able to get rolling a little bit. And Clemson simply hasn't faced a secondary as good as Ohio State's. Um, obviously, Akuta's a top ten pick. Arnett's perfectly fine. They have they have Wade in the back. Um, I think that they they'll be able to confuse or slow down Trevor Lawrence and keep. Keep Justin Ross and the boys, uh, T. Higgins and the boys in check. So I uh, I think this is a great game, but this is the single playoff game I've been most excited about in the six years of the playoff. Uh, certainly Clemson could win, but I think we know more about Ohio State, so I feel comfortable. Uh, I got Clemson. I mean, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, there's no doubt it's the most difficult team that Ohio, uh, Clemson has faced. It's also the most difficult team that Ohio State has faced. And I think Clemson has been waiting for the chance to show that all the criticism they got because they play in a bad conference and didn't play anybody uh, isn't going to amount to much when they get on the field. And, yeah, you talk about a month to prepare. Brent Venables has a month to prepare for Ohio State's offense. He's the best defensive coordinator in the country. I think Trevor Lawrence will be the best quarterback in this game, and that's no disrespect to Justin Fields. I just think Trevor Lawrence is that good and his receivers are that good and they can win one-on-one plays. And uh, I think it's going to be a great game, but I like Clemson to win it. Uh, I am taking Clemson also. I think with Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the country. No offense to Joe Burrow or the others. Joe Burrow won the Heisman and he's deserved it. But I think we just didn't pay any attention to Clemson because they rolled through everyone. Ohio State, this is the best team from the North since Ohio State won it. I think this is a really good Ohio State team. But the last time they went against Clemson, Clemson beat them 31 to zip. Clemson beat a, a good Notre Dame team last year, 30 to zip. These games are 30 to three. These games have not been real close. I just think Clemson's a better, a little bit better team. They got the best quarterback in the game, and, and that's the most important position. So obviously, I think we're all really excited to watch this one. You're basically getting two national title games if you get Clemson, Ohio State, and then and then the the winner facing uh, probably LSU. So, but I'm gonna take Clemson on that one. So should be good. All right, we we made it. We did it. <laughs> and if you still is anybody still listening? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Please go get a drink. You deserve it. Um, <laughs> Pat and Pete are both covering the Ohio State Clemson game. You guys are gonna do a pod after the game. I'm sitting that one out. Uh, so we'll have something after the that game, and then I don't know. In the new year, we'll we'll figure something out. So keep subscribing, keep enjoying it. Should be good. And um, I'm looking forward to somebody buying my drinks for an hour down in New Orleans because there's no way I'm losing this sucker with these. I want I want to propose a Giacomo side dinner side bet with Pat on Ohio State Clemson. Ooh, right. yeah, Dan, if you want in, you can you can you can buy me dinner too. Done. Uh, wait, done. We're, so we're done. split your dinner. Yeah, I'll sort of a lot of drinks. All right. All right. I'm in on it. Fine with me. I'm taking it. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. See you.